What's going on, everybody? Pardon the opinion. Podcast is back. Let's we got a little impromptu episode today. Sunday. Yeah, we're on Sunday. So usually we record uh, our podcast on Saturdays. Uh, you know, we do it like in the afternoons before the fights. But uh, we had to get together just because of everything that happened last night with uh, the UFC 256 card. So basically, you're going to be getting a brand new MMA episode. That is going to be up to date right now, so let's get going to it. So, guys, UFC 256 wrapped up. Davidson Figueredo fought Brandon Moreno to a majority draw, 47-47 for two judges, and then one judge had uh, Figueredo winning 48-46. Basically, Figueredo now defends his title um, because a draw technically means you defended your title. They won the fight of the night. Considered to be one of the greatest flyweight fights of all time. It is a contender for the fight of the year. I think the next episode we could definitely talk about our awards. But for tonight, let's talk uh, today. Let's talk about what happened. What do you guys think? Immediate reactions to this fight. Wow. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, what a class of heart. I mean, a show of heart by um Moreno, honestly. I mean, he he was aiming to become the champ. Obviously, that was his goal. But uh, aside from that. I'm sure you guys heard him constantly always mention that, you know, he's he's prideful on his Mexican um uh on his Mexican uh, uh pride and how how those type of fighters always go out on their shield and you know, they have, you know, legendary chins. We all know the boxers and 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 stuff that they endured and accomplished in the, in combat sports. So, um I for one am proud to see um someone from Mexico actually show up on a big stage like this, arguably have the greatest fight of the year. Um, the greatest fight of in flyweight in in the history of the division. Yeah, and um, you know, you could you could even argue he could have he could have won the the fight as well. So, um, I, I mean, hats off to both gentlemen. Uh, you know, it's yeah. what an amazing fight. And amazing, amazing fight. that they both took this fight. You know, after fighting twenty one days, days ago, yeah, twenty one days, days ago, ago. It's crazy. So, <clears throat> it's that's what makes the performance even better because they fought. Three weeks ago, both, you know, got a first-round finish, which was, you know, good of them. But then you come back around to make this wait, you know, a second time. And now, you know, you come out and you have arguably the fight of the year. And I think it's, you know, if it's not the fight of the year, it's definitely in the top three for sure. Um, what do you put above us? I'm trying to think. I'm, I want to see the oh, way he's wait. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I forgot that was I was watching year. it today a little bit, but I only no, got to see the no, first two rounds. I want to see rounds. that fight again for sure. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. So I that's think, why I, like, that I want to give our thing, our awards till next week. But I'm saying, like, um, but for the flyweights, I mean, yeah. I can only think of Demetrius Johnson versus... Um, Cejudo 2? No. Uh, actually, I would say Demetrius Johnson versus uh, John Dotson 2 is probably, the at the time, the greatest flyweight fight. This might have surpassed it. Um, so it's the same thing. Like, this is... If it's not number one, it's in the top three. Um, so I just think it's that much more impressive because they were able to do this performance. I, I do want to point out, though, that this is, I think, like the <clears throat> third fight now that, like, Figueredo has, like, done something against the rules in a way to, you know, help him in, in an advantageous <laughs> way. And I do want to just point that out because, like, come on, that was a clear kick to the dick like third time what was this what was the uh, time? he grabbed the cage against uh alex perez helped him defend the takedown arguable head oh, okay, against, I see, I see uh, right, right, right. joseph benavidez did, in uh, both fights 
Um, no, only the first fight. The second fight. The second fight, head-butt. I thought he kind of like headbutted him. No, 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 no. There no, was no, no headbutt no. in the second one. That was one. not a headbutt. The second one had no controversy. <clears throat> no, not at all. Well, the first one, the first one definitely did. I remember the. There was also the you know the misleading of the weight too. Yeah. So Try to like, pull your thing closer to you, just in case. I don't know. It's uh, and then against against uh, Brandon Moreno, like not only did he eye poke him, he eye gouged them closer to the end of the fight. I was the kick to the to you know to the groin. Um, just repeated like offenses and stuff, and it was good by the referee to you know take the point away. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask that. Like, um, so with the the point deduction, so there was a point deduction in the was it the second no third, third. round. Um, so without that point deduction, essentially, uh, uh, he would have won yeah. on all three right. scorecards. Um, so basically the. You know the deduction of the point helped Brandon Moreno. You know, basically keep the the tie. He didn't lose, and now I mean, it kind of sets up the rematch. Oh yeah, especially right. now said, if um, you know if that's Cody's out for a while. Yeah, Dana said that's immediately what he wants to do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, especially with the the you know the banger of a fight that this yeah. was. He literally said that's the only thing that makes sense right now. Oh, of course, yeah. And you give him time. You give him yeah. time to recover and everything. 100%. Obviously, um, both fighters are banged up from full, it. Full um, camp. I mean, this was an incredible performance. I mean, uh, we also heard that Figueredo went to the hospital apparently yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday on the, the night of the weigh-ins. He stayed there till like 2 in the morning because he had food poisoning. Oh, um, and then he fought, you know. And then Brandon Moreno, obviously, like, you know, he had the... He kind of had the the, uh, the odds stacked against him. You're fighting against this guy who's been having first-round finishes against everybody, and he clearly says that he's going to finish you in the first round. Right. He's gonna His intentions you. were to go in there and And, man, he was tough the whole fight. He oh, was more than tough, man. He was taking some shots that I was like, oh. like. And he gave out some good shots, yeah. too, man. Both of these guys got some crazy chins. Not going to lie. I thought he won <laughs> some of those rounds that the judges scored against them. Do you guys think that this speaks for how good the division is? Like, a lot yeah. of times... It was the division was shitted on, you know. Like they were saying that like the division was weak. There was nothing happening in it. That Demetrius was just he killed. Well, that the division was killed basically. Demetrius was just so dominant in a way that it just mm-hmm. kind of like light heavyweight, where like when John Jones was the champion, it was kind of stale because like no matter who you put up against John Jones, it was the same outcome. But don't you think that if Demetrius would have stayed, like these could have been fun matchups? You have Figueroa, you have a Moreno. Who's now in the, you know, I mean, Moreno was ranked 16 when he was in his ultimate fighter. He was the last ranked fighter in there. He lost, got cut from the UFC, comes back and, you know, he gives the champion who is dominant and has been finishing everybody. He gives the champion the toughest fight of his career and, you know, fights him to a draw, basically. So you have that and you have Cody possibly going at 125. Demetrius staying would have been a lot of fun. Definitely would have been interesting. Um, Dana also mentioned something to the effect that, um, you know, he said that somebody came in and helped him shape the flyweight division, um, in the absence of Demetrius leaving and whatnot. But what he was also getting at was that people didn't care about the division beforehand because Mm -hmm. you couldn't make them care because I I didn't want to say he was shading DJ, but he was shading DJ. During the post fight, right? I didn't hear it because okay. he was kind of saying like no one cared about the division because, you know, who was at the head of it essentially. He didn't say these words particularly, but this is what he was alluding to. Who was there 
wasn't entertaining enough. You know what I mean? Okay. It was. It wasn't. You know, you could be dominant, but that doesn't mean you're entertaining. Especially because he also said people weren't fun in interviews. Um, some people might watch a Demetrius interview and might well, not think he's the if you, greatest interviewer ever because he's kind of pretty blunt. Demetrius' interviews, like he doesn't like to talk shit. No, well, this is why Dana was saying these things. Yeah. That's why he's saying no one cared and no one and because like, he wasn't that even guy. Even when he fought, he didn't fight with an intent to like but, try and finish you. He was right. more safe, safer with his approach. When I don't want to take any you. hits. I don't but wanna, with that yeah. same point, I mean, Moreno's not a shit talker. He's actually the opposite. Like he no, is but he's a, charismatic though. Okay, so basically, like Demetrius is kind of like a closed off person where he just had he was closed no off, right? He was like, I don't care gotcha. that everyone cares that I'm the greatest. He's like, I'm just here to do. So a job it's like his skill was. A level, but his this Everything personality else. was at like a D right. level. That's why he said, "Look, you, he he has the most championship defenses of all time. Who cares?" Mm. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not saying. And I is, don't that, care. is that we a care? Point, we and is know. that a point that he's also not brought up into the in the goat discussion? Yeah. Exactly. And the he's always that, like the way that he should because absolutely, hundred percent. Mm. Like, okay. like you know, Demetrius is a gamer, and like gamers, they're not really like. Too media shabby. They're right. Kinda like yeah, I mean, they're kind of not stream awkward dudes, talking but... to people that they don't really know, and then just playing. And the it game. actually makes sense because, um, so... I mean, it makes sense because, uh, like, Connor. I feel like Connor's always brought into the goat discussion, even though it's not even close to being deserved. But it's because of how his personality is. It's because of how his aura is larger than life, basically. He is not in the goat discussion. No, but there are people that will they will like literally argue with you and say Connor's a goat. I will argue with anybody in I'm the comment section right I'm now. I'm not saying he is, but John, have you I not can, seen that before? I can almost, on the forums and no, stuff? No, 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 not even that. I could almost even argue that as well because of what he's been able to do for the sport in general, which no one can no one can touch what he's been able to do for MMA. No, nobody. Right. Okay. So that alone kind of propels him in that like pioneer kind of front. Which in essence makes him a goat in a way. You get pioneer, what I'm saying? yes, goat, no. Career, career wise, I agree. What no, I consider, I mean, everything goat, we're I consider greatest of all time. When I think of goat, I think of Michael Jordan, LeBron James, right, Tom right. Brady. But they've also had career excellences to back it up, which is why I, I backtrack what I say about Connor because he he he's kind of lacking that. Yeah, he kind of lacks that. I mean, everything we to base me, off of can't, Connor. You can't be in the goat discussion if you have never defended your belt. Well, th- that's another thing. That's another thing I hold against him. And then on top of that, like, look at his record at one fifty-five. I mean, the guy's only fought twice in oh, the division. We, we can we can slander this for days. Don't worry. You hear me? But, but Connor is definitely he's not in the goat discussion. Sorry. He's definitely a pioneer in the in a sense. Connor deserves all the praise that he gets because he is the first double champion. He definitely has transcended transcended the sport of MMA in a way that nobody else has and he's the biggest star of M- in MMA and he's going to get anything he wants. He beats Dustin Poirier even present time. He's going to get the title shot. It's just like that, but Conor McGregor, I'm sorry, you're not in the goat discussion like. Yeah. But, your resume doesn't even come But anyway, but and back to, you know, the card and, But this and, is definitely a um I mean, this is definitely a fight that will excite people for this flyweight division because you oh, are yeah. watching, I mean, I, I know that the fifth round kind of like kind of went down a hill, but I mean I I don't blame these guys. They literally just fought three weeks ago. They went through basically two full weight camps. I mean, uh, uh weight training cuts. camps, two weight cuts. So I mean that's got to be straining enough. That for fifth your body, round, man. that fifth round, Figueroa was gassed. He threw a vicious leg kick or a body shot that like I think kind of hurt 
Moreno's left arm in a way that he just couldn't throw oh, it as right. well. He kind of went to shit after that. Little it, bit. Um, yeah. He said in the post fight that um, his arm was fine. He said that he threw too many jabs and he feels like he threw his shoulder out. So that's why he was kind of like, even though he did grab it after the kick, and you saw that there was like a really big hematoma on his arm, but it wasn't broken or nothing. Like uh, yeah, Joe probably... Rogan was going, I thought it was broken too, because Joe Rogan was also freaking out. By the way, another night of Joe Rogan being slandered on Twitter. <laughs> Look, I, I, I kind of, we, I think we talked about this a little bit in the group chat about Joe Rogan and, and his, at least I mentioned, he's he's he slid off a bit. He's not as... He's not as, as great. The thing that I found out about Rogan is like if Rogan, I feel like if Rogan likes a person, he's going to focus on that one guy. Right. He wants to see what they do in the fight, yeah. which look, no one's, I do the same thing when I watch fights. Mm-hmm. Like if I know, um, I mean, look, give me any random matchup. Like let, for example, Kevin Holland, like I know he was fighting Jockery and I know what to expect out of Jockery because I've seen Jockery forever. But I'm interested in Kevin Holland because of what he's been able to do recently. Mm-hmm. I want to see how he reacts and how he handles stuff. This is what I look at when I watch fights. And when I rewatch fights, I do that separately. I do it for one fighter, I do it, and I watch it again for the other fighter in their perspective. And I look at exactly everything that they do and how they mm-hmm. express it and what they do and what they say in the ring. I do that every single time. So every, all of my favorite fights, I've watched multiple, multiple, multiple times. And I try to take in every nuance. So I get, I get, I kind of get what he's coming from. Um, but I guess in the totality of it, when you hear the broadcast, like as a viewer, you see that it comes off as favoritism because yeah. he's just, oh, he landed. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? And then, you know, he gets knocked out 10 seconds later, you know, Yeah. Uh, or whoever, you know, but regardless, I mean, um, fantastic fight for both fighters. I do want to say guys, uh, I was wrong. Uh, I think we are wrong about Figueredo's gas tank. In that, in the like fourth and fifth right. round, he, he still showed that he had a lot of power. No, he, was, he looked decent. And it's like striking. Like. No, he looked decent. I think a lot of people got I, this. I feel like this answered a lot of questions for fighters. I mean, for uh, people, uh, for Figueredo, his gas tank is good. It's it's not it it's holds not up. that bad. It holds up. And then Moreno, you can't question that guy's toughness anymore. You cannot believe that you're going to take him out in the first round anymore. You have to be prepared for a Listen, war because I'm not a guy that wants to, to war. perpetuate stereotypes here, but I, I mean I got to I got to say it. Man, Mexicans in combat sports are just some of the toughest people to take out. <laughs> they're incredibly incredibly durable durable fighters and oh, yeah. they're so prideful and they just go out on their shield and they're warriors. Yeah. So, I mean, props to Brandon Moreno, man. A lot of other uh, other uh, flyweights would have folded honestly yeah so um the overall consensus on twitter i saw was everybody was kind of okay with the draw nobody yeah, really fine. was going crazy with it i think it. everyone's okay with and, them running it back too oh they're gonna set it up for sure Absolutely. and Absolutely. i was gonna say like we don't even have to talk about what's next i think we know what's next it's the rematch right it has to be the rematch because now we're getting them on a you know you guys know you're gonna fight each other. You're gonna get your full six to eight week training you guys camp. Been in the water with each other in the trenches. Exactly. Yeah. Now I have a question for you guys. Now, who do you think has the has the better advantage in the next fight? Going into the fight. Yeah. I want to say it's um, Figueroa. Yeah, I can't. Figueredo? It's hard for me to say not Figueroa. I mean, aside from the point deduction, I mean, he essentially would have won the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, he, who, I, who's to say he didn't do that because he was getting tired or, or whatnot either? I, mean, I honestly know, will go with Moreno because I feel like he got the best shots. He took all of Figueroa's best shots 
what more can Figueredo do? He was able to withstand him on the ground. Be more precise. The gra- I think that the grappling showed that. I mean, Moreno in those uh, the third round on no the second round on uh, Moreno showed that his grappling might be better than Figueredo's. Right. This is true. I, he did. He did have some some moments. He held them down he, uh, he the fourth them. round and stuff. Um, I mean, if Figgy's tough, you know, he's he's a little scrambly, kind of like a Tony Ferguson, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But um, I think honestly, uh, Moreno probably has the better advantage going into it. He took his best shots. You know, you're gonna. I, I still think that Moreno had a better gas tank. He looked fresh in the fourth round. Right. In that and, fourth and round, he, was he looked guy, really fresh. I think we could all agree he, he was the one taking the more damage And I think here. the fifth round would have been different if he didn't throw his arm out. Right. Av- after he grabbed his arm, you kind of saw, like, it changed. They kind of were standing and looking at each shit. other for a bit, you know. And, yes, Figueredo went and got the, the tricky takedown and stuff. But hey, again, man, he, he did what he needed to do, though. Yeah. I think that's what it comes out. No, no, no. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the same thing happened with Brandon Moreno and Brandon Roy Val. Yeah. He threw his shoulder or, you know, his shoulder came off. I mean, he, yeah, he, he just had, he had to do what he yep. had to do. No, no, he did what he had to do. But, uh, I, like I said, I, I think Moreno probably has the, the, the advantage going into the next fight. I, I, I would I'll, lo- you know what? I'm excited I'll, to see it. I hope he does. <clears throat> so, Facts. in the co-main event... We had oh, Charles Oliveira going up against Tony Ferguson, and Charles Oliveira got this the unanimous sad. decision. It was a 30-26 across the board. Uh, can we call it a domination? That yes. was an utter domination. Yes. yes domination, yes, yes. outclassed. Um, what did I say yesterday? I said... Well, the fans Tony are not going to know about this because I'm not going to post uh, the episode, but I will, we will... I will I will say I, that you I were right. I did say to beat Tony Ferguson, you have to be more technical in your striking and your grappling. Not this. only did, did Charles Oliveira was more technical than him in the striking aspect, in the ground, he was a head and shoulders above. I, that was scary. It, how it was much crazy. Um, he completely dumb. I never seen Tony Ferguson get neutralized. Like, and everyone was dude, that was, was the, not the even broadcast neutralized. Yeah, I think that was more, worse than neutralized. He because got worked. <laughs> he was he was low key getting worked. I mean, he had him pressed up against the fence with his knees on his. On I'm his surprised chest. he didn't tap in the first um, round. Yeah, man, the way he he flowed into that arm bar, man, was beautiful. And the way it bent back, man. I How know, about I in the that, second round? I don't know if you guys shit, remember, man. like he had Tony like on his back. He was kind of like in side control, and then like in one in one step with his knee, he just kind of mounted him like it was nothing. Yeah. It was just uh, so question. smooth. Yeah. Speaking about knees and Tony on his back, what about that moment where he had the up kick? That was legal, by the way. Right. I don't know I why they like said that legal. that was illegal. Because well, I guess the referee's his knee went angle down didn't, right didn't when. See it. No, no, no. But obviously, yeah, he didn't see it. But that was a legal knee. But they're gonna say that it wasn't. But they I don't looked think at it the replay twice, and it showed that his knee was down when the it came. it went down at the same time that his leg was coming to hit him. So technically, it is a legal like knee. His his action began when the knee was legal. They can say that it's illegal, but it was a, either way. It didn't do anything to Oliveira. I mean, right. it didn't even I, look like I, it stunned him. Honestly, the ref stopped it, and then he started like, "Oh, okay, I'll take this moment to chill for a little bit." But he right. was fine. I, he could have literally kept going. I it was not going to change the in fight. the moment. I did think I did think, hey, you know, what if what if if anybody could do? It? I mean, it'd be Tony Ferguson to fucking Nico Price him and catch him <laughs> with an up kick. You know what yeah. I mean? And when he caught caught him with that, and he was kind of leaking. You know, I was like, "No, the uh, the or was it that elbow right from before the he fell? Elbow. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right." I forgot. It was not from the from the up kick, unfortunately. But like, I, I was just like, I mean, not for nothing, but like, you know, I, 
don't, I don't know if you guys have really, really been in that position. But when you guys are in a position like that, like not for nothing, you might have a momentum with your other kick. Like if you land the one up kick, and you know you're able to like throw a, a second one after that, you you could catch him in a, in a weird. You know, whatever, he's trying to move around your legs, move your legs over, you might catch him. So if a referee comes in and stops it, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know. It, it, you know what, nonetheless, I'm not trying to do anything to take anything from Charles no. Lohenberg because he absolutely he, dominated he, Even him. after that, like, he looked fine. So right. It wasn't going to affect him that uh, much. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Like, he put him right back into that position where he, right, and he had just him started going folded over. over on his yeah. shoulders and, like, not he's really let Yeah, not letting him Honestly, posture up. um... This was a worse perf- I mean, I don't want to say worse performance, but this was like a bigger Yeah, it was. I it was like a worse say. performance basically than the Gaethje fight. Right, because the whole, look, the, the thing about the Gaethje fight, you could see that um he was Ferguson was was in it, but he was also training for someone. So you gave him the benefit of the doubt. All right, he came here. He was training for. Well, um, matches that he dropped Justin Gaethje. Yeah, and then he dropped saying, Justin yeah. in the second so round. He was you know in the it was more competitive. That's what I'm saying. Right, and it was mostly a stand-up fight. You know, if it went to the ground, if it stayed in the ground, you're like, ah, well, Tony like, still has an advantage. In this fight, have... even from like the first round, like when the they man, when they, they touched gloves and Oliveira checked his first kick and then hit him with a jab and then a right hook and then like an, a uh, a head kick with the with his right uh, leg and then quickly got right back in his stance. It was just like oh, Tony was like, "Okay, the moment, hold on." The moment I knew this fight wasn't gonna go well for Tony was when he got pressed up to the cage and slammed, and he just got picked up and slammed. At that Dude. moment, I was like, "Oh, Oliveira is way stronger than him." Yes, like he's he's like way stronger than Tony. He, so like this isn't gonna be he good. He picked him up and dropped him back because that's like Whoa. that's like what I saw Kevin Lee do to Tony Ferguson, but like. You see Kevin Lee compared to Tony Ferguson. He's like a way wider guy. But He's also stockier. That fight was a five rounder. It was a two. Right. It was no, no, no. But I'm just saying the fact that Oliveira just grabbed him, clasped his hands behind him, picked him up, and then just flat on his back. Cuckoo! You heard the mat. Like the sound would you of the mat. would you have loved? It, would you have liked to seen this fight go five rounds? No. Yeah. Because no, there is a not. so, so uh, there was a discussion that they somebody asked Dana one time if he's interested in making some co-main events five uh, rounders five rounders he said yeah the thoughts kind of come into me well I would have liked to seen it go five rounds but I mean to to say think, that like, to say that Tony would have changed Tony no, would have been finished not. huh Tony would have got finished yeah I so. think I think he would have got finished and to avoid seeing that I think I I'd rather I mean Charles looked good he looked good in There's round three he looked like he could still keep going that's what I'm saying he looked good. So I mean, the talk about his okay, cardio so might be out the window. Is Oliver that new Tony Ferguson type threat? If could be wherever to resume his career and go past thirty and zero, because if he goes thirty and zero, I don't think he's fighting. I think a uh, Charles. Yeah, I think no. he's more dangerous than I don't think Tony Ferguson. Oh, I, uh, that's what we're talking. I thought you meant is that is it enough for Khabib to come back? No, no, Not no. enough for him to come back, but I definitely just the, think just the he's potential matchup itself. Yeah, so he's more. Dangerous. I like the potential matchup. Yes, I think that that would be interesting. Seeing what See, Charles like, did. not like what what made Tony Ferguson special to us was like how he could scramble off of his back. He's kind of wild. He throws his elbows. elbows he doesn't right. let you like control him. Makes and stuff. it dirty. He's gonna make it dirty. Charles Oliveira is more technical than anybody we've ever seen right now in the octagon. Well, the thing is though, with Charles, whoa, is how whoa. how is Take he easy, how champ. is he off his back? He. Because uh, most of the time, last time I seen him on his back, he got elbowed to death by um, Paul Felder. Paul Felder. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because Khabib's that's Khabib's thing. He's going to be on top of you, dude. And the Khabib thing, is wearing a shirt and that he, says, if, "And I'll tell you this: he will not be picking up 
Khabib the way he picked up no, Tony no, Ferguson. No, 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 Absolutely Khabib not. Khabib cuts a lot of weight. No, that no, guy no, yeah, is yeah, really no, big. I'm gonna give Khabib his nap. But I will say, like with Charles Oliveira and his jujitsu, I think it shows that like it. his jujitsu is like world class. It, it, no, it, it is, is world class. No, no, no. It it's is. not even it. Yeah, he's it, head and shoulders above everybody else. What I'll say is this. What I'll say is he is now Charles Oliveira is now like he's like. Essentially, the new boogeyman. Yeah, the he's, he's like, oh, because shit. Because now, it's that's like... That's a fight you get. That's you're a like, tough oh, fight. Fuck. Because, this guy can I mean, the, really, this the best way to... Box. The only way to beat him, I'd say, is you're going to have to try to knock him out silly in the first... Or, but, like, you know, that's not the first round, but on the feet. But you've seen that, though. Yeah, no, you the, have. It's been you have. So, that's the, that's the thing about I think, him. Um, what Tony makes, doesn't have that. What makes Charles Oliveira's jiu-jitsu, like, different and, like... Not different, but, like... More like scary in a way is like he's technically proficient. He he's is, but like if prof- you've if you've seen like some jujitsu artists, like when they get hit, they like they tend to like get sloppy in their craft and stuff. Like Oliveira, like even when he's getting hit, you see him like grabbing his ankle, trying to like posture up for like a possible submission attempt to try and reverse the tide, or you know like like he's like what we consider like a scrambler on his back like a real jiu-jitsu scrambler he's not going to like he's, he's going to throw black belt that's yeah, what he is he's going to like throw submission attempts get get you like w- thinking in a way yeah. that, like you're not supposed to be like but the thing with with the Khabib thing is every fighter every fighter has shown it right after the first round you are gassed oh, because yeah. he's so heavy yeah, on yeah, top yeah. Khabib and, is a different story and it, you've you've heard it from Luke Rockhold who said I've never I've never felt a lightweight dude, dominate Rockhold me as walks bad at as least this dude. He's a 200 two hundred two 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 five at least walking around. So if you're saying that a light heavyweight is saying that this guy is able to manhandle him, imagine what he's. I mean, we've seen what he's done yeah. to twenty nine yeah. other one fifty fivers. Khabib is a different story. It's, I mean, and and that's the thing. And we he's gone against. RDA, who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, Dude, and RDA uh, couldn't do this is what nothing was, This is him. what I was going to say earlier regarding that, because he wore it during that shirt, that that weigh-in with him, RDA. He wore a shirt saying, if Sambo was easy, it'd be called Brazilian jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he's scared of Charles on the ground at all. No. Like, period. And then if we're talking about striking, I'm going to say Khabib's striking is better. And I think he I has mean, the power to, to knock he dropped, out. Too. He dropped Connor. Because he wasn't expecting it, and that's the thing. I don't think a Charles Charles is gonna be expecting that. Like he's gonna. I won't get, say better. I won't say his stand ups better. I would say his stand ups. Then Charles, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I would better. say his stand ups. I wouldn't better. say that. So I love Khabib's, but and Ch- and Khabib's got. I want to say Khabib's that. got knockouts on the feet. No, no, no. He does. He does. I know. Charles doesn't. No, he doesn't. He TKOs on the feet. Like he he TKO'd people. On the ground. Well, he's dropped them and then finished them on the ground. That's Khabib, no, literally, Khabib, Khabib literally like, like one knockout. Punch. Yeah. Guy Tiago Tavares. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to say that Khabib has the better power. So. Uh, I, will, I will say I think Charles Oliveira's jiu-jitsu is like way better than RDA's. No, it is. Yes. But I feel I'm, like I'm gonna Charles say Oliveira's jiu-jitsu should be up there with like the likes of Damian Maya. And yeah. Well, I mean, he has the most submissions all time. I mean, there's that, that's you, why I, I, I said my statement earlier. I think we can agree it would have been a good fight to see all time. 
It would have been a good fight to see, but it won't happen. What if it, what if it does? What if like Khabib's like, you know what? If GSP's not gonna fight me, I don't want to fight. I don't, I don't want to fight, fight Dustin. I don't want to fight Connor. I already beat Justin. I don't think he fights Charles. No, either. but I'm just yeah. saying. What if and Charles? Charles, Charles also if, said he's not. He's like he won't fight. He won't fight me. He said he's not gonna disrespect his father. He said he swore it on his father's grave. He's not gonna come back. It's exactly what Charles said too. Yeah, I think. Khabib's and he said, "My next." Sport. He's like, "I'm eyeing Connor versus Dustin. That's my next fight." Yeah, I think he. I, mean, I think Khabib. I think he done. beats. I think he beats. Put the whoever, fairy tale to rest. No, thirty I, and zero will not happen. It's twenty nine and zero, and which is it. fine. I'm cool with it. Done. I would have loved to see it, but you know, yeah, John so, has like this fairy tale aspect of life where like he'll hope and pray that like something <laughs> will happen. I just want him, now, like, it's not happening. Now, I have a question for you guys, too. Well, let's talk about Tony Ferguson a bit. So, this pretty much kills Tony Ferguson versus Khabib ever happening. Now, right. Well, it's I mean, done. he lost two in a row. Yeah. But it's done. It's it's dead in the water now. I don't even want to see it anymore. Okay. I was just going to say, watching this performance, I texted you guys, and I said, based on this performance, Khabib, Khabib would have worked. Khabib would have worked and probably finished Tony. Do you guys agree? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think he would have broken an arm. Uh... Armbar, uh, not armbar. Um, uh, Kamora, Kamora, armbar. No, not to it. say anything. Uh, Charles, I, I felt like he broke his arm in that, like when he like you see his arm like pop at the end, like right before the ref stopped the fight. He like, probably, uh, and then got it, it if you look, remember the fight, Tony didn't really throw that arm like that anymore. He kind of he threw like, it like once, but he you could threw tell it, it was poop. It was in terrible, the third man. round more. He was more yeah, in the was, third round bad. throwing it. It was bad, man. Yeah, he probably dislocated the elbow or something. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, that was I a tough be, one. I think Khabib would have taken an arm hole if it was Tony. Yeah, I, I think that hey, Khabib would have won. Hey, man, if Charles had like an extra two, <laughs> three seconds. <laughs> oh, no, it would have been done. Was... It would have been done. <laughs> I th- you, low key, so Honestly, I, it was a little loud in the room when I was working, so like I couldn't hear the buzzer go off. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the ref come in, I thought it was over. I was like, oh, damn, he took it first I don't round. think Tony would have tapped. He literally would have just let his arm break. Yeah. Tony's that type of crazy guy. Yeah, yeah, Tony's the type of guy to... <laughs> those are the thieves. Right. Now, I was going to say, what do you think is next for both of these fighters? Uh, let's go winner. Charles, do you think this sets him up with this performance? Based you think he's basically the... Winner, Connor. Says, yeah. You think he's getting it? Yep. He's getting winner Connor, uh, of Connor um, Dustin. Dustin? Yeah. Okay. I think he'll get what, he, what he's asking for, and then he'll get the title shot. Okay. Yeah. There's a thing with uh, UFC homegrown stars and... We've seen Charles like grow up in the UFC. Oh, he's been there ten plus years, man. You know what I mean. And now and he's got all the record. the accolades. I mean, it reflects that his weight cut was definitely really bad. In one fifty five, his record is definitely better. Um, he did lose to uh, Pettis at fifty five, and he got submitted by him. Guillotine, yeah. Yeah, but um, no, he's been doing good. I think I don't but know. Was what it happened. that before his stint at one forty five? No, that was after forty five. He went back okay. to fifty five. So okay, I thought that was after. Or I could check actually. Let's let's take a look before I before I discredit this man. You know what's interesting? There's 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 just there's still people I could still see see beating him. Like if let's Nate Diaz came back at one fifty five, I think he's beating him. He's beating Charles. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that was featherweight one forty five. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did lose to Felder at fifty five. Yeah. That's his last loss. That Got was his ass. first fight back at uh fifty five. Got his ass. No, and it was uh, Will Brooks. Will Brooks was 55. Ricardo Lamas him. was 45 too? 45, and then Will Brooks was 55. 55 he won, okay. and, and then, then he lost to Felder. And then that's what man, he won his run. Man, that shows how tough Felder is. Felder's a tough dude, man. 
Oh, you're taking but then look at that run after. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 no, no, don't give me this. Look at that run after. Yeah, that the run bullshit. is not that good. Like y'all wasn't like y'all wasn't fucking shitting on him when I was. No, I, I it. said it. His run is not that good, him. but now, it's not that it's like amazing, but it's all finishes. That's what. That's I'm what to I said, out. nigga. What are y'all talking about? No, I'm just. All I'm saying is this: his this performance that he had yesterday is better than his whole run. Yeah. Yeah. Because he beat but a Tony the, Ferguson, the other and he ones did are all something finishes. to Tony. Yes, but Tony is a top level contender. David Tamer is not. Jim Miller's passes. No, none of them. Who are, is Christos all, all I'm saying is that the finishes, all of those, all of them being finishes, is what's impressive. Yes, but they're against nobody, so it doesn't really matter. Well, he lost to Jim Miller, and then he got that back. I'm saying Clay it, is a tough grappler guy the Kevin Chris. Lee I said that the Kevin Lee when I, we were talking about this I said Kevin Lee's the only good performance I'd say like the only credible Nick performance tough, dude. but I would still say that still that Kevin Lee's like eh. Jerry Flash Gore I mean what he did to Ferguson is much think, more impressive I think than what we saw else. with that Nick Lentz oh, fight man. is the evolution of Charles Oliveira there where like you saw him striking more mm-hmm. and like being more ineffective with the strikings Regardless, I think that um, he still did really good, and he's I think we, we're, we're all agreeing nightmare. he's he's probably getting the title shot, right? He still needs one more name, and then he gets the title shot. You think one more name? Mm-hmm. No, I think he's getting. It. So you think? Do you think he gets winner? Oh, you let's talk like yesterday. We said that well, when you think he gets about loser it, of when you Poirier, think about, when you think about it, he kind of he beat the loser of the odd man out of the tournament of the four man tournament that they have going for the next title champ, uh, uh, contender. It's it was Justin, Chandler, Connor, Dustin. Mm-hmm. I mean, Justin already beat Tony, so Tony's the odd man out there. Mm-hmm. Now they were like, "All right, well, let's see who else gets in this picture. <clears throat> we'll match you up with with Charles Oliveira. You get that Oliveira win, you're back in the conversation. Mm-hmm. If Oliveira wins, I mean, he's in, obviously in the con uh, the conversation, but mm-hmm. these still got to figure these guys out, and they're all bigger names, and and they're just gonna. That's what they're gonna do. You know, that's what they're gonna do. I'd say. I'll say this. I get what you're saying. I'm gonna say it depends on the performance. So if I, beats, I think it's so guaranteed. If any one of those guys, obviously, it's guaranteed. Good. Connor, Dustin, definitely getting the shot. Right. That's yeah, the first. I mean. That's like the the A. The B in the equation is: is it gonna be winner of Chandler Gaethje or is it gonna be uh, Oliveira? I don't think that. I don't think that's a question. I think it's the winner of whoever Justin and Chandler. So is. what if it's like, let's say, like Chandler gets the Connor win, right? wins, and then Justin wins? You think they're gonna miss the opportunity? No, they'll, that they'll book that. Yeah, no, they'll book that. They'll book that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but if it's, I feel like if it's Chandler too, they'll book it. It's more money. That's what I'm saying. So, it's, so it's should just, Oliveira just, just wait? That. I, if, if I'm Chan, if I'm Oliver, I'm like, just give me the winner of whoever puts me close gotcha. to that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me whoever's next to, to get me there. Literally don't take like me... the rest of the year, uh, take till like summer off. Don't, yeah, right. Don't push and yourself. Be like, All don't right, be some guy trying now. to get like five fights in, in, yeah. in, you know, eight months or whatever you're trying to do. Gotcha. Like, no, don't, don't be that guy. Just yeah. take, learn from Tony. Learn from, learn from Tony. Literally, yeah. Learn from Tony and don't, like, don't, don't, don't do some shit like that. Just, I, I, I agree with big, that. Your now that it, I, I think you're saying that, it makes more, it actually makes sense. Yeah. So I would do that. Because Connor versus a Justin sells more than Connor versus Charles. Yeah. Connor versus Chandler sells more than Connor versus Charles. I will say, uh, so. the winner of Connor and Dustin, I feel like will get a guaranteed title shot. Yes. I feel like the winner of Justin and Chandler. May not get a guaranteed title shot. I feel like that one's going to depend on the performance. I was going like to say that said. too. Just because, like, so, so to Michael Chandler's to Michael Chandler's point, 
Like, we know of him because we're, like, hardcore MMA fans, but, like, the average fan has no idea who Michael Chandler is. Mm. They have no idea. They, have, they, they don't even see him in the rankings right now, so they don't, they don't even know they're about gonna, They're going to know who he is. They're going to know. It's not like they're not going to put no money into his promo and make a note that he was a former champ. Can they? Can they show Bellator footage? They won't the show UFC? Bellator footage. No, they won't footage. show They'll just say that he's a, a former champion. champion. I mean, there's a whole bunch of former <laughs> champions in the UFC. Right. And they've all done well. So. 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 Sometimes we've, and we've seen a lot of them do bad. So. Right. And Charles was never a champion. But. So Charles is just a homegrown. Like, they can build Charles with the same way they build uh, Donald Cerrone with the most finishes, but it's, the most post fight bonuses. I, I, I get what you're saying. Et cetera, but et cetera. People know who might be I feel like the only, the only, the only reason, the only thing that will propel uh, one of them to a title shot is if Justin Gaethje has another, you know. Unreal knockout. F- knockout or another unreal performance with another unreal that'll finish. jump him, that'll, that'll jump catapult him. Back but what if Chandler because Chandler's had some crazy knockouts too? I'm saying, what if, what what if, if he gets have, a crazy what knockout? If it, what He's if gonna it's get just it a war and somebody wins? Uh, well, I don't see why I also person... think that if it's a war, like they're like, damn, right. this is an early fight right. of the this year, is, and yeah, then they're gonna. I think no matter how you shape it, the bigger slice of the pie of reality is those that's the fight that's gonna happen. Charles is just gonna have to wait. I think he should and to wait. top off and to top off his run, he only like if you want to go through that angle because if you want to go through the casual lens, oh, I understand he's on an eight fight winning streak now. But who has he beaten? He's only beaten Kevin Lee and Tony Ferguson to this point in my eyes. Correct. If I'm a casual, right? Give me Connor compared to Justin. Or Dustin, uh, Justin, you're in that title fight. More but, just no, but like even like a Justin, if Justin were to win like a before I mean, like a you know a decision or something, you could be like, well, he beat this guy who everybody was talking about. He beat Tony Ferguson too. He was the first one to beat him, and, and he beat uh, uh, Cowboy Cerrone, who's well known into the the world too. And obviously, his performances have been seen all over ESPN and everything because he has he has more performance bonuses than he has fights in the UFC. Right. So that so, just shows you. Like, I think I think Charles just ultimately the, the reality as good as the performance he's had and and as great as he might be a threat to to that whole picture. He's a threat. He's a big threat. I think he's the most most dangerous threat. Well, that's why. That's why they don't want to just throw him in there. They're playing. I'd say Charles, if. I think he's above Michael Chandler in the ring. I would agree. I I would say if you're not getting a title shot, you need to wait. Do not take another fight. Just wait. Yep. Literally make your next fight the title shot. You think that if he doesn't get the title shot, if he doesn't get the title shot, he's going to fight somebody. He should not. Because he, there's he a should, there's man. a possibility that he could lose. Because now you're in that picture of like these, any of these guys could separate you from consciousness. Because what you if you could like, get him on the ground? Would you, but then, these guys can separate. And then who you would you match him up with next? Either the either Dustin or Chandler, whoever the, isn't in the title shot. Essentially, if Justin wins. Look, I'm just saying. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like. I don't like Charles's chances in the, in this in this collab of guys. These guys are, are really good. Charles defensive. is dangerous, but I just think, like I said, there's there's too much of a Charles of likes a to stay active, man. I'm just like think, being being honest think he'll, about I it. I think he'll wait. I think, I he'll, think wait. he'll wait this time. I think he'll wait. I think he'll. He's wait. An if, he's, guy, if he knows he'll be he'll guaranteed wait. a shot, he'll wait. I think he'll wait. But um, now it's, it's a it's the UFC man. You're not always guaranteed a shot. Now harder one. I got a harder one for you. What do yeah, you do next well, with Tony so Ferguson? Sometimes you're Tony Ferguson, you get two title shots. <laughs> Before you get a real title shot, two it's, interim title shots. But that's what I'm saying, look, that's why I say learn from Sorry. Tony, M- maneuver yourself well. Now, what do you guys think of um, of Tony? Now, what do you do to Tony? Man, the rankings uh, are not updated by the right. way; they don't update them till Tuesday. 
Um, Tony. Ah. <clears throat> It depends. I guess if he, you know, if he looks to bounce back, you're not cutting him, right? We're not cutting him after two losses. We're not cutting Tony after two losses. Just making sure. Uh, I was, I was certain we were, but (laughs) just needed to make sure. No, I'm gonna give you a good one. I'm gonna give you a good, a good one. I got. Let's put two guys coming off of losses together in a fight. And I think it could be pretty good. Let's put Dan Hooker up against Tony Ferguson. I was gonna say Dan, Dan Hooker and Tony Ferguson. That's fine. Both guys coming off of losses. Uh, Hooker coming off of the Poirier loss, which was a war, one of the greatest fights of the year. I'm just too. gonna take a wild guess and, and tell you guys how the rankings is gonna show out. Okay, it's gonna go Gaethje, right? It's gonna go Gaethje, Poirier, McGregor, Oliveira, Ferguson, Hooker, RDA. I think RDA might jump Hooker. Because Hooker's on a loss, RDA's on a win. Yeah, Good. I still don't think he's gonna jump. Him. They would have put him ahead of him by now, then, instead of having him they, tied with Charles. And they then do stuff all the time. <laughs> Brett Brad Tavares got to jump up, and he hasn't fought. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes who did he go up against? Who did? Was he unranked? No, he was at 14. And he went up to 13. Who's Ian? Ian Heinish. He- yeah, who the heck is that? Did he lose his last fight? <laughs> well, I mean, they'll be updated. I know on Brad Tuesday. did. I know Brad definitely lost his last fight, but it'll be updated. Hey, it'll so. be updated, yeah. But um, but uh, I, I, you know, for Tony, I don't. I'm really not sure at the moment, at present. I, I see Dan Hooker is the next viable option. I'm just worried. Like, what if this is the last days of Tony? What if he does lose to a Dan Hooker? He's old, man. He is 37, I think. If he loses to Dan Hooker, we can, you know... Cut him? Bring out the song. Unfortunately, (laughs) cut Tony Ferguson, too. Swan song? Hey, Uh, man, look, Dana White said it yesterday during the post-fight presser, and he said, like, these fighters, they're getting older, and the sport is getting younger. And the UFC now, they're in a position where... The sport really is getting younger, man. The UFC's in a point now, and I think Dana White has realized that, guys, that, like... Be real. Uh, the sport's younger. Bellator is getting a lot of good young stars. One is getting a lot of good young stars, and the UFC is you know they got to get rid of some of those older names that aren't doing Kinda much hold anymore. Up the 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 promotion to a degree, because to a degree it it, it is true. You got to start shedding some of the skin, and you got to it does come off like you're feeding these older guys to like the wolves, but. Look, this is a perfect example of that location. I was just about to say young star, younger um, star. Let's get, let's get on it. Well, first, uh, Mackenzie Dern, I'll, I'll, I'll talk. This is brief. Mackenzie Dern got her win against uh, Vima, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all right. It was a decent performance. Uh, Kevin Holland defeated Jacare Souza first round with a, I don't know what kind of a, it was just a punch from getting up from the guard. I don't know. I've never seen a knockout like that. Listen. That was insane. So, Kevin Holland, man. Shout out to you, Kevin Holland. Speaking of young people coming into the division, Kevin Holland, 28 years old. Yo, listen. This guy's Sheesh. a star, man. It Definitely. I, look, 5-0 and this year, and he capped it off with a spectacular knockout. Um, I thought his best knockout of the year would have been the the Joaquin the Joaquin Buckley knockout that he had. No, this is it. Um, but this is it. <laughs> this is his best. This knockout. is obviously it. I think this is knockout of the night. They gave him performance of the night. Um, however, you you want to slice it, give him the fifty thousand somehow. Um, because yo, know, I I thought he was in trouble immediately when he got taken down. 
I was like, oh, this is not good for him because he got taken down and he got controlled. Like, he just held his ankle mm -hmm. and he was just controlling him for a second. And it, there he were dry. did what we thought Tony would do once the fight right, got to the ground. Right, exactly. <laughs> Somehow just straight, yeah, hook uh, off the so ground. So I bro. saw um, a little breakdown thing that said, like, he ricocheted Jacare into the punch, too, and it hit him on the side of the temple. Right. Well, that was the second punch that actually put him out. The first, the, the, he caught him with one that caught him right like on the chin and it kind of and he he was gonna throw again and he might have noticed that it hurt Jacare because Jacare kind of stopped mm -hmm. and he was blocking versus advancing so he kind of just held it there I think he backfisted once and it kind of shifted Jacare to um you know his his weight a little bit to protect the other side so what he did was he used he's a lanky dude he's tall six what six three six two Something like that. He is 6'3". 6'3". And he With had an 81 a 9-inch reach, by the he way. He had a 9-inch reach advantage on Jacques Ray. It's a longer reach than Izzy. It's 81, man. Right. So he he pushed off with his with his heel, and he created leverage. He posted with his left hand and threw the second punch. So he had force behind it mm -hmm. versus being flat on your back. You can't generate. He had the leverage to push himself up and throw with some force behind it. And since it was, like, dead on... Well, I hit him right on the, in the temple. Or, I mean, not right, right. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was the first temple. punch. The temple, I mean, you can't get hit on a soft spot. I mean, you're going to... And, and he, he was just out. Over, bro. Over him. Towered over yeah. him. Yeah. Back, Oh, he that was kept, bad. Was I, really I didn't bad. know what the fuck happened at first. I was, and then I was like, bro, what? You saw, <laughs> like, he stood <laughs> up, and he just could not even stand. He had to sit down, and you heard Joe Rogan, he's going out again. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a... I... It, it was un like you couldn't even put words into it. The way this knockout was, like you have to watch it if you haven't. Is seen it, it more spectacular than the Hawking Buffer? Yes, I think so because it's a it's a better step up in I competition. Feel like I can appreciate it more than that. And not only that, like Jacare was out. Like <laughs> Jacare was out, and we've never seen something it was like more that before. Too. It was on the bottom. Oh my! I just I, what, oh what I what God. I picture in that knockout is how. Jacare was just on his knees, bent over his like, and just getting punched and in just, the yeah, face. getting wailed on, literally right in the face. Like, I it just a show. Of, oh, just boy, that what was what a knockout! Man. That was a crazy knockout. And then so now Holland is five and zero for the year. First thing he, he does, wants to fight. In I don't want to go home again yet. Next week, he says, "I don't want to go home yet." I want to fight next out? week. And he calls out Hamza Chivaya, oh, the guy that no one wants to fight, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, I like what he said, too. If you heard him on the presser, he's like, everybody's like, oh, nobody wants to fight Hamza. Nobody, you know, he fights the most this year. He's ready to fight on Sunday. I think I do it better. Yeah, like, well, he's like, I take that disrespect. Like, I fought five times this year. So, I also heard him say that um, I think the record for most fight in a year is five. So, he's like, I want the record. Book me next week. I want six. <laughs> Yo, Nobody give wants to it fight to him, him though. Give Who's it gonna to fight him? him? Who wants to fight him after seeing that? Whoever does, give it to <laughs> him. Yo, can we? Can we also? He like, does give his props though. He said Chimaev at one seventy is gonna be a problem. He right? Said, no, he did he say he's one eighty five. He's like I'm bodying him. <laughs> exactly. Not to mention this, but I will say this: Hamzat, you've been called out again. 
take this fight, boy. Yeah, put I, some money where your mouth is. Hamzat. Oh no, the Leon it, one did become official. Now it's January twentieth. Ah, uh, like so he's it probably not official. gonna take it then. It is. He ain't gonna fight next week. But why not? He he's he not gonna fight on ten days notice. He's not gonna do it. Do it, Hamzat. Show me what you bought. Well, I guess if it's at one eighty five, he'll be okay. But the thing is, it's like, then what? When's that fight with Leon? What if he gets his ass whooped? January 20th. That's like a month later. Nah. If he gets his ass whooped, fight again. At I mean, I think if you're going to ask him oh, to cut and then train? Yeah. If he gets his ass whooped, those. I mean, uh, that's, what I mean that's better for Leon. That, that's what I'm saying. Leon's probably like, yeah, book but, that fight. But Kevin Holland, yeah, no. But against Kevin Holland, that you could, I mean, Listen, look what he Kevin does Kevin Holland people, is bro. a bad He's a yeah. problem. He's, he's an, an a bad, bad man. Ass. And uh, he will definitely be in the discussion for fighter of the year. Um, I don't. I, he is my fighter of the year. And, and, well, like I said, we'll keep that for next week. We'll, we'll, have a, <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll I don't see to, how he's not. I'm just saying. We'll talk about it next like, week. Three zero and one, five and zero. Oh, I'm just saying fighter. three three finishes and one fight of the year, which is considered to be the greatest fight. Yeah, in, so in like the, here's I, I, I don't even want to wait till next week. No, 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 we have to, we have to, we have to, because we're yeah, gonna, we, it's we're, gonna we're be too short. long. We're it's gonna, gonna take short. too long. Oh, we have to. Shit. All right, you got next me. week, next week. Yeah, niggas got work. <laughs> no, I don't work. <laughs> me so, and John do. Yes. So <laughs> we're like we got twenty minutes. Now, now let's just do this. <laughs> now let's just do this real quick. We could just go on this. Um, Holland obviously he wants to fight next week. We'll see what happens. Jacare, this is uh, I don't know. I think he's on a chopping block. This is Jacker here. Three losses in a row. Cut. Cut. It's tough because his last his last loss before this was to the current champ at two oh five. Um but I mean I guess losing to someone that's you know, top fifteen um at one eighty five. Yeah, and then and then in that fashion I, I don't know. I think uh, I think that he, he's out. I think he's out. Yeah, three na, losses na, in a row. Na, you gotta go. Na, you know. You know what they're na, trying to do, na, Loki. You know that whole conversation that UFC had. Hey, hey man, the sport's hey, getting younger. Hey, All these other organizations hey, getting younger. You know what they also trying to do by getting rid of these these old guys. Hmm. Like yo, Bellator be always getting our fat and our scraps. It's like, why don't we just cut all these old, you know, kind of still new guys? Hopefully, to flood their market with those guys, guys, and we still get the young guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, you see, he's slick. Yo, y'all dirty, yeah. <laughs> so talking about cuts, uh, Cyril Gan defeated Junior Dos Santos JDS by a TKO elbow in the second round. JDS thought that it was an illegal elbow that it landed in the back of the head, but it landed right behind the, the ear. ear. So it is a legal uh, strike. Cyril Gan is still undefeated. I think he is seven and zero now. Yeah. Um, six and knockouts. six six knockouts. Damn. Um, and in JDS, this is his, I think this is his third or fourth loss fourth in a loss row. Fourth loss by knockout. Fourth loss by knockout is Nganu, Blades, Rose's Strike, and Ngan. Another one is off the chop. Uh, that's out. I think he's on the chopping block. I think he's. Yep. Still got to sing it again. Well, I think Dana kind of confirmed it where he says, I think JDS should reconsider his career. His future, right. Yeah. So once Dana says that about you, you're pretty much out. Yeah. Cyril Gan, um, I expected a little bit. More, I shouldn't say that he had a good performance, but he was—he um, looked good. He looked definitely good, but um, he—I I, just—I guess I don't know. I, I expected book Cyril for Gan, him to get done faster. I guess I don't know. Listen, book Cyril Gan against uh, just, Greg Hardy. 
Book that. Greg Hardy's like booked already. He fights next week. It's all right. Book him after. <laughs> Peter just wants to see his good ass get knocked out. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so quick. Hey, uh, shout out Cub Swanson. Yep, Cub Swanson got a got a win. Uh, defeated Daniel Pineda by a knockout. That was Man, dope. that was crazy. That was dope. Uh, Rafael Fazayev. Wow. <laughs> defeated Hanato Moicano. Wow, what a knockout. Ma- yeah, that was a crazy one. Uh, Fazayev got the second performance of the night with his knockout. Um, it was a little bit of an early stoppage, but man, it was gonna go downhill for Moicano. He was done after that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the right stoppage. Early, if it, if it might have been early, but it, it was early for his his benefit because. Yeah. And then the other thing we can talk about is uh, well, not let's not talk about just quick. Uh, Chase Hooper defeated uh, Peter Barrett submission in the third round. I didn't watch this fight, but I heard that uh, Hooper was getting his ass handed to him for this whole fight, right? And then was able to get a heel hook and get the win. I think this is the second fight that he has that he's getting whooped and, and then he, he just wins out of nowhere right. with a submission. Uh, good for Chase Hooper, a twenty-one-year-old kid. Yeah, baby, young uh, Ben Askren. Uh, he's the youngest fighter in the, the in the, the UFC, um, so it's kind of cool to see these fighters kind of learn from here. We'll see how he goes. That's uh, uh, that's Chase what we're another seeing. one. You're on the chopping block, sir. <clears throat> well, he's got a win. He has two wins, and he's young. He's 21. They're not gonna cut him. They won't cut think, young uh, people like that. Who who said it? I think it was uh, was it Rogan in commentary who said like. You know, there's you can keep winning fights like this, come from behind, and they look pretty and stuff. But when you keep getting dominated, when they put you up in like competition, when you win and stuff, like you're just gonna get reworked really bad. And I feel like Chase Hooper really needs to like develop a striking game outside of the UFC, and then come back to the UFC later on in his career because he's still young. They won't cut him right now, though. I get what you're saying, but I think they'll still give him like a one fight, two fights if he loses. They'll be like. We'll see what happens afterwards. Because, like, what if he's able to develop in the UFC, like a Charles Oliveira, like a Max Holloway? These people never left the 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 organization, and they look what they've become. Max has become Max was a champion, or you know, he's considered to be the you know greatest or the second greatest featherweight of all time. And you have Charles Oliveira, who's now becoming a top contender in 155. So it's like. It, you kind of got to see it. You know, you're like, yes, he's not the best right now, but maybe he can grow to be something. And we yeah. can keep him and never have to give him to organization. Right, where he can do that and then they become someone over there. Exactly. Never comes over here. Because, you know, like you said, they, UFC likes their homegrown people. So they they're going to try their best to keep you unless mm-hmm. you're bad. If you keep we'll losing, then you got to go. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So next week we got... Uh, uh, Steven Wonderboy Thompson going up against Jeff Neal. Um, Jose Aldo's fighting Marlon Cheeto Vera. Michael Pajeda going up against Chaos Williams. Marlon Marais going up against Rob Font. Marcin Tybora versus Greg Hardy. Anthony Pettis, Alex Morano. I didn't talk about this yesterday, but that main card is stacked. Yeah. That is a stacked main card. Yeah, six fights. Yeah. Uh, Bilal Muhammad versus Diego Lima. You got Sajara Eubanks fighting. Darren Wynn, who is um, that's, uh, DC's boy, he's fighting. Uh, Farasa Hobby's brother is fighting. Uh, there's some pretty crazy fights. And maybe Jeff Neal. I mean, not Jeff Neal. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Holland might be fighting on this card. He said he wants to. So I doubt, um, it. I doubt it, but that'd be nice to see. I mean, there is a middleweight fight on this card. It's Carl Robertson. Versus Dalcha, so if somebody falls out, I'm sure Holland will uh, will uh, be able to take the fight. Um, I'll go over what our predictions were from last night that we said. So I think we all agreed that Wonderboy would win against Jeff Neal, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
we differed on the co-main Jose Aldo versus Marlon Vera. Me and John predicted that Aldo would win, and Carlos is saying that Marlon Cheeto Vera will win, and Aldo's on the chopping block if he loses. Correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> Jose, I'm sorry, your time is done. <laughs> uh, you got Pajeda versus Chaos Williams. Uh, I don't. We, I don't think we predicted on this, but we we've said that it's probably going to be a spectacular knockout that happens. Right. Somebody's getting knocked out. Yeah. Uh, Marlon Marais, we also talked about that if he loses against Ralph Font, probably on the chopping block too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Chopping block. Yeah. Uh, Tybora versus Hardy. Hardy's not going to get cut if he loses. Nope, I'm just saying that. I think that that's a good step up in competition for him. A decent step up in top competition for him. And then Pettis versus Morono. Pettis is not going to get cut. He's, he's coming off of a win. So some good fights on here, man. Um, it's it's some, some really good fights, but... You dipping? No, I got you. Oh, okay, okay. But um, this could be our last thing we talk about. I'm going to tell you this real quick. So there are reports that uh, Robert Whitaker is going to be fighting Paulo Costa in March and apparently is going to be for an interim belt. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, if they fight, that's fine. Not for the interim belt, though. They both lost to Izzy. Whitaker is deserving of the number one contender shot. Costa isn't. Mm-hmm. Cost the you need the you need the win before you can get a title shot any mm-hmm. type of title shot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I don't know I I know that they're doing the the whole thing with the t- the interim belt because Izzy's gonna be fighting uh, Jan at two o five. Am I okay with it? I mean, I guess I'm okay with it because it's like you know it's more money in their pockets for them, so good for them, but. You know, does it really? Is it really gonna mean anything for these fighters? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's if it's not that it doesn't mean anything for it, but is it really that important for them? I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to see. John did leave, so we don't have his opi- opinion for him. But it's all good. But um, yeah. Anything else you got to say about anything going on? Nah, but I do want to say that next week. Uh, I want to ask you guys. Uh. Have a couple people named down that you think might be on the chopping block. Okay, we could we do can that. Do a little segment. <clears throat> we could definitely do that. We could do some people that we think could be out. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been a lot of a lot of things that have happened. A great event that happened yesterday. Like, it was a really good event. I could tell you that. Like, um, I don't I don't remember the last time that I was really excited for this card, and I feel like this card definitely de- delivered, um, in the sense of like different finishes uh really good performances from fighters you got to see some things that you didn't even expect so definitely some good stuff so we appreciate you guys listening on this and uh we'll be able to do another episode next week talking about the thompson neal card we'll talk about our predictions i mean not uh not our predictions but our picks for the you know our awards fighter of the year fight of the year stuff like that um And then we'll definitely have a list of people we think are on the chopping block. So we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace out.